Forgotten by God, Redeeming the Time Brothers podcast, a podcast by Gene Kissinger and Norman Kissinger, two brothers who spent their lives in ministry and raising large families. Our desire is to provide a digital place for those who long to belong, and as always, we want to leave a nightlight on for you. That nightlight is hopefully a question that we're going to try to answer during the course of this mini-study. It's out of Psalms chapter 42 and verse 9. I will say unto God my rock, Why hast thou forgotten me? Why go I mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? He's saying, Why have you forgotten me? You ever felt like that? Going through a series of hard times. and I don't know if you've ever body surfed out in the, on the coast. You've maybe waded out into the ocean. And uh, we used to go out there every once in a while and just sort of let the waves kind of wash over you. Well, sometimes the waves will come in in, in rapid succession and you kind of can't get your footing under you and one knocks you down and then as soon as you get up and try to catch your breath and get the water out of your nose, another one hits you and knocks you over backward and before you know it, you're rolling end over end all the way up to the beach and you're laying there uh, trying to figure out which end is up. Sometimes life does that to you. Sometimes it knocks you over in a series of of events, uh, a series of stresses that are in your life. Today, for some reason, was one of those days for me. I I spent the whole day fighting with the devil in my brain. He was attacking my thinking. He was giving me a case of stinking thinking, and I needed to check up from the neck up, and I got to tell you, it was a battle all day long. Satan was, uh, was using, you know, stressors in certain relationships that were not going the way that I really would like them to go especially in regards to children uh, that you worry about. You worry about the direction of their lives. Sometimes you think it's hard when kids are, are little, but it really gets hard when they get older and they start going their own way and you know they're headed for certain things and it sort of throws you into a tailspin because you want to make everything better and everything easy, but the only way that's going to happen is when they fully turn to God and trust in God. But then there's other stuff, a thousand other things, uh, uh, niggling things and much, much larger, more important things are weighing on my mind, situations that needed resolved, issues that needed to be fixed. I was just, it was getting me down. And one of the things that I, that I came to realize about myself is I'm, I'm one of those guys that I'm a, I'm a caregiver. I I give care to other people. I try to help other people. That's good. That's not a bad thing. But one of the things you have to be careful of, uh, is I tend to leave everything on the field. In other words, I will, I don't phone stuff in. I don't just sort of go through the motions of things. If I put myself into a relationship, I'm in it 100%. I mean, I, it's just how I am. And one of the things that I've found is that while I've been a good friend to a host of other people, the one I've not been a good friend to is myself. Uh, I have not often, I've not always followed my own advice that I would give to somebody else, and I've not always uh, taken care of myself. I was bad at it as a pastor, and sometimes I still get bad at it, and I need to remind myself. So I want to read through a little bit of Psalms 42, because it deals with this concept where David is asking himself some questions. And those questions are crucial because he gets to the right answer by asking the right questions. It's a level of self-care. Listen to what it says in Psalms 42. As the heart panteth after the water brook, so panteth my soul after thee, O God. 
my soul thirsteth for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my meat day and night. While they continually say to me, Where is thy God? When I remembered these things, I pour out my soul in me. For I had gone with the multitude and went with them to the house of God with the voice of joy and praise. And the, with the multitude kept holy day. Here's the question. Listen to it carefully. It's it's vital because it's the right question. Why art thou cast down, O my soul? David talking to himself. Why are you cast down? Uh, it says, Why art thou cast down, O my soul? And why art thou disquieted within me? What is the upset that's in you? What is the distress that's in you? It says, Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. O God, my soul is cast down within me. Therefore will I remember thee from the land of Jordan, from the Hermonites, from the hill of Mizar. He's saying, he's saying, my hope's in God. See, one of the things that I'm finding is when I'm getting distressed, I'm taking my eyes off of God and I'm looking at somebody else, something else. And God wants to redirect my attention. He wants me to ask myself, what exactly is it that's bothering you? And then, how can you turn to God in this thing? How can you give this over to God and allow God to be God, and you resign from your little petty attempts to be God? I've come to the conclusion I can't make other people do right. I can't make my kids do right. can't make my wife do right. can't make anybody that I know do right. The only person that I have control over is me, myself, and I can choose to do right every day. I can choose to follow God, but I've got to give those others into God's hands, and God can direct them in the way that they need to go, and He can take them down His, His program of life change for them, and I can entrust God to do a good job, do a far better job than I can do, because we already said I can't change them, but God can change them. And so I'll give them over to him, casting them upon him. So he asks himself a question, why are you disquieted? What's the trouble? And then he's hoping God. And then as it goes on, he says, Deep calleth unto deep at the noise of thy water spouts, all the waves and thy billows are gone over me. In other words, he was overwhelmed, talking about being knocked over again and again and again. He says, Yet the Lord will command his loving kindness in the daytime, and in the night his song shall be with me in my prayer unto the God of my life. He's saying God's loving kindness is with me in the day. And, and, his, and in the night he's given me a song. So God takes the day watch and the night watch. So I can give this over to God. I don't got to lay awake trying to go over the same obsessive wrong thoughts again and again and again. I can give them over to God because God's going to take care of it. I can trust him with it. And then here's the verse. It says... I will say unto God, my rock, why hast thou forgotten me? Why go I mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? As with a sword in my bones, mine enemies reproach me while they say daily unto me, where is thy God? And then he again has the question, why art thou cast down on my soul? And why art thou disquieted within me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him. For he, who is the health of my countenance and my God? He's saying, God, God is the one that can help me. So I'm going I'm to look to the one that can help me. And so that's where I'm at. I am tonight. I'm going to do better at self-care. I'm going to do better at asking myself the right kind of questions to get me out of obsessive thinking. Instead of asking why questions, we need to ask how questions. In other words, why is this happening to me? Why are they doing this? Why, 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 why? Why is almost never an empowering question. 
Instead, how can God be glorified in this? How can I follow God in a fervent fashion and set an example for my children so that when they're ready to turn to Him, they can turn to Him? How, how can I fulfill my roles in a powerful, positive way in the midst of this situation so that God gets great glory? How can I look up because my redemption draws nigh? And as I begin to ask the right questions, I'm going to get the proper kind of answers. So let me have a pray for you if you're going through a dark night of the soul or a, in my case, it was a hard day, not a dark night, but whatever it is for you, could I pray for you right now? Dear Lord God, I just thank you for these dear ones. God, I know that they have stressors in their life as well. Real stressors, deep stressors, things that are profoundly real, God, and and deeply painful. And I'm asking that you move in a way that would be, Lord, restorative to them. God, help us to trust you. Your word says the joy of the Lord is our strength, God, but I kind of lost my joy today and I need to reacquire it. I need to reacquire the fire, God. Help me to get that again. I pray that you'd help the disquiet that's within me and help the disquiet that's within those that I'm praying for right now. Let them know that they can turn to you and trust in you in the midst of every exigency of life. Let them know that you love them and care for them. And even when they don't understand what's going on around them, they know that they can trust your heart. So God, I'm casting my cares on you. This is me giving my work situations to you where the staff is short and the hours are long. God, we give this to you. Lord, I'm me giving you my children, my adult children. God, they're yours to take on the pathway that you need to take them on so that they can come to know you in a real and profound way. I pray that you'd bring them whatever life experiences are necessary for them to stop trusting in themselves and to start trusting in you. God, I pray that you'd be with all of us, God, in each of our situations. Help us, God, to lay down and rest tonight, knowing that you're the good God of the universe and you watch it over us every day. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your protection. Thank you for your direction. Thank you for provision. Help us, God, to always be cognizant of all of that. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you.